This is a production of 1217 Media. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. Before we get started, I got to ask y'all, man, subscribe to the podcast, hit the website, 94feetwithcoachjt.com. We got the merch. I even got some new merch coming for y'all this week, man. You know what I'm saying? We kind of stay applying pressure all the time. Um, again, 94feetwithcoachjt.com. Hit me on all the platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to the show. Leave your comments. I love when y'all interact. I appreciate that. Man, this is a, this is an HC week. For, for us Braves fans, us Braves graduates, but also yeah. just in general, man, this is a big week for us just as far as relationships and um, family, right? So this means this, I'm, I'm dope to have this person on my show. And I'm going to get to my brief intro. We're going to get right back, right to the grind. Um, he is a, he's a son of God, man. He's a husband. He's a father. Also, I'm a, a brother. He's also a fighter of fires, though, right? He's also a 40-plus point bucket getter. He says his politics <laughs> are rooted in caring about people, but it's always about Team Hampton. Um, one of the quotes that I read that he posted, man, there are two reasons why something won't work out in, in life. You weren't called to it or you don't give it 100 percent. This applies to all parts of life, relationships, job performance, weight loss, everything. Live by it. Um, he's a 2004 graduate of the Alcorn State University. He lives in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, but he's from Batesville, Arkansas. And none other than Ron Hampton, a.k.a. Jay Work, Jay Rizzle, Ambone. <laughs> We nickname people, man. We got nicknames, man. Maron, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm happy to be on here with you, brother. Yeah, Long man. Time. I appreciate you. I know we tried to tap in a little while ago, but I mean, through just busy work, life, career-wise, man, yeah. you handling your business on that that career, bro, is a, a blessing, but also keeps you busy. But I definitely want to, I'm glad we touched it now because timing is everything. You know what I mean? It timing is, is everything. And I appreciate you, man. Like I said, this this means a lot. I know it's going to be always going to be a good one, man. So, man, we're going to jump right into this, man. Give me a little bit about Batesville, Arkansas, man. What was that like? <laughs> Coming, coming from there, man, because everybody got their perception on where people were from, especially down south, yeah, yeah, dirty yeah, yeah. south of country, whatever it is from. But give me a little bit about the background growing up out there, man. Yeah, so Batesville, Batesville, Arkansas, man, that's my home. I love it to death. I love, I love the people. Uh, it's, it's, it's small. The demographics is almost flip flop opposite from where we went to school, Alcorn HBCU. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe out of 100, 200 in my graduating class, only 10 of us looked like me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So so I kind of learned that demographic and then I went straight to Alcorn and it's, I'm learning kind of both sides and neither of them are, are really that, that diverse. You know what I'm saying? So I learned kind of both sides and now where I'm living in Little Rock, it's like a normal blend of, of all ethnicities and everything. So I had a, I had a really good upbringing on how to on how to deal with with multiple different ethnicities and everything so i think that's that taps into kind of who i am and every, every time when when you come up that's going to shape who you are and i'm glad i'm glad to be where i'm from from where i'm from yeah because even in the career career path that we're going to get into a little bit though that had to yeah. play a huge part because you you don't know what situation you may or may not be in yeah, for sure. Dying, right, so you can see how important it is early to be well diverse or just well cultured in different things, or kind of have some familiarity and dealing with different things in different places. Um, but given that time, man, what was it like growing up being somebody who was highly active in sports, highly a sports kid, highly like just you know and that's um, uh, for us us eighties kids. That's we was outside, as they say, right? We was always yeah. That. Given that area dynamic, what was like the sports teams or some people like you clung to or kind of clinched onto? Hey, I, I lived six hours away when I when I was growing up. 
I was six hours away from Alcorn. But my mom went to Alcorn. My pops went to Alcorn. They met mm-hmm. in the union. They met in the union. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right there where yeah. we kicked it at. So to answer your question, that being said, I looked up to McNair. Like I remember my first real fight was was dude was talking crazy about the swag and about McNair. And we we went at it right there in the in math class. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't having that. So I looked up to I was I was at all of his home games. Mm. My pops was like we was I was missing my high school games to go see Alcorn play. You know what I'm saying? Cause I wasn't finna watch myself. My parents going, I'm going. Yeah. Uh so I was I was on the y'all been on the yard since I was a little one, man, for real. What so, was that environment like, bro? Like what do you remember back then? You're right. What was that like? Crazy. Like it was dumb, man. Man, what we what we had, it was different because we was we was on some different stuff. We was kicking it. We wasn't seeing the whole picture. Like as a kid going to see that, you got ESPN camera crews and they, they got songs about bro on the radio and mm-hmm. the swag ain't never really been put in no limelight to that to that magnitude. So as a kid, I probably was I don't know, I'm just guessing, maybe 12, 13, 14 years old, something like mm. that. And uh, seeing that, listening to the bands, like I knew immediately I was going to a swag school and it probably was going to be all corn, but uh, mm. but I knew immediately like that atmosphere, it wasn't nothing like it, like, especially coming from, imagine me coming from Batesville, I mentioned the demographics without where I live, mm-hmm. and then I'm driving six hours and now I'm seeing a bunch of us and we rocking, they selling they selling tapes outside for five dollars. We got the band going crazy, playing yeah. bone thugs, and it was it was wild, man. And then McNair was he was a man amongst boys, like nobody mm-hmm. was touching him. He was like Michael Vick and Ben Roethlisberger burger body, you know. What what I'm saying? Like, nobody could tackle him, and it, it was crazy, man. It, it was it was a great it was a great atmosphere, a great experience. Dope, and that left a, that left a, a lasting impression, obviously, right? Um, and that's, I mean, I think I said those, those, the, I wish social media again, we know a different time frame, but they have clips of those out right now. We got a people find them clips of that atmosphere, that, that yard pack, Mac doing his thing up there, but also um, going through school, you said some swag school could be all corn though. What ended up being the deciding factor for you personally though? Outside of mom and dad, what was, or, 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 or the reason, what was the, what was the factor? Man, uh, a lot of people don't know this. You probably did. If you remember my, my, I had a grandma stayed in Fayette. So, uh, mm-hmm. so I was going back and forth to Fed. My mom is from Fed. My pops is from Louisville. Okay. Uh, so that played a huge role. I ain't gonna lie. But I was going to some SWAC tournaments down in uh, Biloxi and Birmingham as a youngin too. And I ain't gonna lie. When I was in high school, I used to see them girls from Southern, them light skinned <laughs> girls from Southern. And I thought I want. I thought I was. I was going to Baton Rouge. If you ask me, like when okay. I was like tenth grade, eleventh grade, I'm like. Yeah. Man, I'm going down to the Southern, bro. Like, what y'all talking about? And yeah. Pops told me, he said, you can go to Southern and you can walk or you can go to Alcorn and you can drive. And I was like, <laughs> so, so that, so that plus, that plus my grandma, uh, it was her heavenly birthday yesterday. Man. Happy heavenly birthday, my dear. Uh, she yeah. stayed right there. So I'm Sundays, like before we went to hoop, like mm-hmm. we hooped every Sunday, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was I was at her crib doing laundry, eating some mm-hmm. red beans and rice. So I made the right decision. Like, oh I, yeah, hey, I got I, respect for Southern, but they ain't the yard though. I had to agree with you, man. My grandma's in Natchez again. We just celebrated her heavenly birthday a few weeks ago, a few days ago too, man. It was just like 
it was especially being in Cali too. My grandma never got the chance to see me play basketball until I got to Auckland. Mm. They made that drive. And my, my grandpa, even yeah. as old they was, driving up the hill. I'm like, they ain't making this drive, but it was everything. Go down there on Sunday, on a Friday or Saturday, eat. Yeah. I, can, I can leave my laundry, but come back. I know it's going to be folded Boy. up. <laughs> nice. Folded up nice. Creased up. I'm like, oh man, I love it. My mom's like, you sport. Hey, hey, hey. That's between me and her. That's our look. <laughs> and, and I say, but I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because I tell all the kids now, I coach and stuff, value your grandparents. You know what I mean? Mm, like that was special, bro. I love spending time with my grandma. Even You know what I mean? Just And grandpa was the complete opposite. He the chill one. She a little more feisty, but she still was her. Mm. Bro, we used to watch. I didn't realize she's a she was a Kobe fan. Mm. It was late out there because West Coast game, that Kobe didn't come on until 7. It's like 19. Right. I'm like, what you doing up? She's like, I'm watching Kobe. I'm not a Kobe fan. I, I, mean, I like them as a player. I'm a Kings fan. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She really is a hoop Kobe fanatic, and she hated Tim Duncan. I'm like, how do you hate the nicest guy on the on on the NBA ever? But you know what I mean. That's right. what, that time, bro, for me too was like it was special, bro. I'm like, it's it's mm -hmm. always gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned now, I was like, that hit home. I'm like, yeah, Grandma, nothing like it, man. Grandma, especially I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going out there to the yard early just so I can drive through Fed, drive past the house. Hey, and all no that. doubt, I'm, I'm I feel you, bro. And I'm, I'm blessed that we, we my grandma house is paid in Natchez. My cousin still lives there. Made some upgrades. I was like, okay, she would be happy with the with the house. You staying in it, keeping it up. Like it's just a blessing to have that landmark. What I because that was home, bro. I tell you, that, it's that important. Yeah, for sure. Like that was home, man. That's definitely dope. So you talked about getting the all corn, right? You get there yeah. now as a young adult, not not the little twelve year old watching the game. Now yeah. you got survival of the fittest. What was it like when you first got up that stretch? And got to that dorm room. What was your first initial night like on the yard? Man, I don't really remember my first night. I remember my first day. I got there. My parents dropped me off. And uh, I hope he watches this, man. Uh, two people involved in the story. I hope both of them watch. We gonna, no, we gonna, we gonna send it to him. We gonna, we gonna send it to him. We gonna, we gonna send it to him. <laughs> we go. We walking around the yard. We done, we done got my stuff in my dorm room and everything. My parents are there with me. So... Obviously, we going around the campus a little bit. You know where we stop? E. Simmons. We stopped at the old gym because it's a ball bouncing in there. I'm like, you hear? I hear hooping. I go in there. I got. All, you know, we kept our hoop stuff on, like whatever we walked around in. Ready? Probably could hoop in. So they playing like maybe three on three or something real quick. I hop in with them. Drain was out there hooping with us, but I didn't know nobody. I didn't know Drain at the time. I, for all y'all know, that's my guy. Like me and me and him click tight the whole time I was on the yard. Anyway, I get matched up three on three with somebody that's kind of like my height at the time. It's Wallace. I don't know. I don't know who Wallace is at the time. Like yeah. Wallace, but he, but those of y'all that don't know, Wallace was like that guy. He probably one of the nicest hoopers came through the yard. He had Bucks. just got through giving giving Stanford like major work in the NCAA tournament tourney mm -hmm. probably a couple weeks prior. Anyway. That's who I'm guarding. That's who guarding me in this three on three. And I'm a freshman. I'm man. Wallace gave me that work. <laughs> he was a great <laughs> my first day on the yard. He didn't. Hey, he didn't take it. He didn't take a slight at all. So now my boy Drain. I get got a class with with, with Drain the next day, and I still I don't know who he is. I just recognized that I hooped with him the, the day before, mm -hmm. and I, I'm the reason that we lost. Wallace probably we going to twelve. Wallace probably gave me nine easy. Yeah, and he was clamping me. But anyway, uh, I asked Drain just in past, you know how we do, we hooping. Hey, you hooping tomorrow? You hooping tonight? What's up, man? I remember mm -hmm. yesterday, Drain looked up and was like, with you? <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I'm like, yeah, with me. What you talking about, bro? Like, yeah, yeah. With, with me. What is you talking about? Yeah. So we, we played that night, and I played much better because I wasn't matched <laughs> up with Wallace, obviously. Uh, and that, that's how me and Drain, like, that's one of my closest yeah. friends to this day, man. I talk to Drain all the time. And that's yeah. that's how we met. That's And that's the yard for you, man. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's so much love, but it's also cutthroat. Like, you got to mm -hmm. be on your P's and Q's. Like, we we holding each other accountable to the highest mm -hmm. standard, like your outfit, your what you, what you, how you, how you carry in yourself. And mm -hmm. if you're a hooper, like if you get in buckets, like if you, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, like we're going to hold you accountable to that. And that's, that's how me and my boy met. And Wallace especially in that gym, bro. Especially in that small gym. You it, don't, don't take it for granted. Like you was just going to go in a recreational hoop. If you did that, uh -huh. you was watching. It was some killers in there, bro. It was, was some killers in there. You was watching, man. Definitely. Um, What about, you talked about that relationship too, right, man? How does that, how does that, I mean, I I can tell we value relationships too, even in your profession too. But to start that first one off right, even though you kind of went rocky basketball wise, to realize that's how how to maneuver. How did you go about navigating relationships with people? Because and it was so many different people. Even though it was a lot of locals, it was out of towners too. But everybody yeah. could be different, bro. How did yeah. you kind of manipulate the conversation, different people, or meeting people throughout that time? Man. It was a lot of different personalities out there on that yard, man. You had everything. You had every type of subculture within our culture mm -hmm. out there. So, and one thing I've always, I still pride myself on, is I read energy well. Mm. I, I I I feel like I read energy pretty well to where I'm not going to associate myself with you if I don't feel like you got the type of energy that I want around me. Just it's just mm -hmm. that, that plain and simple. And sometimes it's wrong. Sometimes I missed out on some good people just because I kind of kept a little distance. And sometimes I might have let one or two in that a little too close that I might might shouldn't have. But mm -hmm. for for all intents and purposes, like there was some really good people on the yard when we were there. So just just interacting with everybody and pulling pulling a little bit from here and there and pouring in where you can because uh, that's there was a lot of days like. In passing, like you might have, you might have changed my whole attitude one day. I might have been bummed out about class or whatever, or had a bad day hooping or whatever. And you didn't know that, but you just came up to me being your up, up tempo, bubbly self. Because I ain't, I ain't never seen you have a bad day just on the surface. Like mm -hmm. you were always pouring into people, whether you knew it or not. Like your, your positivity pulled me out of a gutter one day, or pulled this other person out. And so. You gotta you gotta be that for people when you can, uh, and then and then accept it and appreciate it when people are doing that for you too. But if you yeah. if you keep the right people around you, then you always gonna be pouring into each other. And whoever having a bad day, the crew got you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? The people around you got you. We'll be right back with more 94 feet with Coach JT. You're an entrepreneur. You take risks. You're a trendsetter who stands out from the crowd. You're a business owner who makes more than just money. You make a difference. Sargent Branding Firm exists to help you do what you do best. Change the world. Get everything you need to elevate your brand and have a professional website at sergeantbranding.com. Vicky Cakes Dairy-Free Pancake and Waffle Mix is the heart of breakfast. Bring your family back to the table for good food and good memories. Shop now at VickyCakesOnline.com. And now, back to the show. I think that's definitely the 
the, the, the crew, right? Because I mean, some people move circles, but also you see people who made, who sustain those same people. Them was the same associates who you got 20 years later. You know what I mean? Some people hop around like, no, I'm not hopping around, but you can tell who the ones who's legit. Now, you know who I'm with? You know who I'm with. I know where Ron, find Ron. If I find somebody else, oh, Ron may be with them. Jay, oh, you know, he, yeah. he going to be with you. It ain't too many people. Yeah. You already know where to find. If I know how to find you, I got to find that one person you with. Oh, right. you heard from him? Where he at? But that's because we kept it that way consistently. Because one, for us, it was safe. It was smart, though, too. But also, mm -hmm. it was like, nah, it's, it's a safe haven. But that was, that was a brotherhood. That was our own little, like, hey. It's our crew. This is my clique. Yeah, that's I, it. I still got I got old pictures, bro. I still got I got pictures still from us in front of the calf hanging out, everybody with the tall <laughs> tees on oh, in front man. of the gym, bro. Like yeah. this stuff like that, just as far as that, because that's what we did. But also it was like, nah, the relationship was valued though early. Like it was a value in relationships early. Being we spent we was on a time together, right? Sometimes we didn't go home every weekend. We was there on the weekend. If we didn't go to grandma's, we did, but, but that Saturday, Sunday, where we got in the gym. We got all weekend. We finna get these yep. games in. Get them in early yep. before football came on. Or get them early before basketball came on. And we yep. said, Jim, man, um, accomplishing in 2004 when you graduate, knowing your mom and pop both went there, bro. What was that like for them to see you make that step too as a son? Like, oh, dang, our son did the same thing too. How would that make, how to make moms feel and you feel as well? Man, I was, I was proud for sure. I was proud. I was, I was sad because I was going to be leaving, mm. uh, my people, everybody's going to be kind of going back and spreading now, going home and everything. I didn't know how close we would remain because 2004, like, we had a little social media, but it's not like it is now. So we mm -hmm. had no idea I'd be able to know what my partner had for lunch today because he's going to be taking a picture of it. Like, I didn't know that in 2004. Right. Yeah. So I had a, it was a little bit of sadness, too. But I honestly couldn't tell you. I mean, they was happy for me. They threw me a little party. They, yeah, they, they showered me, showered me with love. Yeah. Uh, but I can only, I can only imagine now that I have kids, how proud I would be. You know what I'm saying? Because we mm -hmm. never, I never really talked about it. I was probably trying to go kick it or something, trying to figure out why I'm finna go work. So I wasn't really asking my dad like, how does it feel? And he didn't, he didn't really pour that into me and tell me. But now that I've got kids, I'm like. I can I can picture how how happy I would be, even if one of my kids enrolled, let alone graduated from my yeah. home. That would be crazy, man. That's what's up, man. I got real put. My mom just sent me a text, bro. We talk about my gra grandma, you know, grandma. My grandpa to this day what was that October second, two thousand. I think it was. What is this? She did uh, two thousand ten, right? Just like laid him the rest that day. I'm like, man, you just never know, bro. Mm. Like me and him share the same middle name. My mom just randomly sent me a text message, like, you know, we do it, family, like. Remembering our, remembering our our grandparents, but like you know, what I'm saying he was a dude that was just hella chill, laid yeah. back. I never thought, bro, he don't never get upset. But then I, it's a picture at the graduation, bro. We just like at my graduation, sitting in the stands at Alcorn. No lie, on 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 this obituary thing, we have him at the at the graduation, sitting there, like that's riding cool. right now. You know what I mean? Like that stuff, like that. That's, that's everything, bro. Like you know, what I'm saying, but that's definitely dope. I know mom and then with dad was proud of you because even though pops too, even when I used to see him all the time, his energy is what like he on. <laughs> I don't ever see him get too, but he just got the smile. Yeah. He's smooth. He's oh, be laid on, back. Man. He gonna be chill. But I'm like, he repping, he repping all corn all oh. day, every day. You can believe that. He oh. never not with no all corn gear on. Never not when I see him, especially when oh. come to the yard stuff. But I was like, you don't play when he come to the yard. You can tell. Hey, let me ask you this: What was one of your biggest highlight concerts you had on the yard? What was one of the biggest ones that stuck out to you? I got mine, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go first. You said, you said concert, concert, spring concert. What was one of the ones that you don't you remember? I I, I I don't even uh I don't think a lot of people remember this, but I remember I remember Trina came and I got on stage. Like I what? danced, I literally danced with Trina <laughs> on stage, bro. 
Like now that should have been viral if we had a cat. That would have been viral. <laughs> it, yeah, it would have. It would have. Cause I was I used to dance a lot, like on, on the yard. Like I don't dance much. I, I ain't when I left the yard, I kinda I kinda stopped, but I was like I was like a mini drum major in the club. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but okay, so now I don't feel so bad. To be from California, we dance, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, what is y'all sure. doing? I'm like, I, I'm like, yeah. bro, I don't believe yeah. it. These dudes out here holding the wall down. It's the music slapping. It's it yeah. something ain't right. I'm like, man, whatever. I'm still gonna be me. We from Cali, you know. We we, we yeah. go. But I was like, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. so mine was though. We had Ti, um, franchise boys, Young G's, and Wayne at the same time. I said it was free. In the yep. gym, it was crazy. I'm like, this was one of the best shows ever, and it was all back to back to back at the same night. I said, bro, yeah. I don't, I just nowhere else. They don't come to y'all schools like this, I'm right? Like, and it's rocking, right. but the thing is, the hype for it was crazy. Friday night hype. All of a sudden, Saturday, everybody outside. I was like, this is <laughs> wild, bro. Like, this is a whole yeah. event. The whole weekend is turned out. I'm like, it wasn't yeah. no football game. It was the concert day, but it was so yeah. wild, bro. Um, never forget that those times, man. So after leaving Alcorn, man, how soon, bro, did you get into the or feel about this the firefighting part man because that's just like we talked offline bro this is not something that i think some people aspirations that young kids young adults they want to be that maybe us because we're in that model 80s where we had to like want to be if it's pro players or doctors lawyers but now kids they're not aspiring to be firefighters police officers what got you into the field or interested in serving one others but also yeah. putting your life on the line daily yeah. if needed bro man i was uh when I was a real young and I, I wanted to be a firefighter, my, my family would tell you, I had, I had kind of forgotten. It's nothing that I, I didn't think about it in school. Matter of fact, I had an opportunity right out of school to go be a police officer. Uh, the opportunity was in New Orleans. And at the time it was like the murder capital of the world. And I, mm. I, I didn't want to go down there for $30,000 and have to scrap with, with Master P and them. I ain't, I ain't really, that wasn't really wow. appealing. To me. So, so public service <laughs> didn't really, it's not something that just stuck with me all my life and I just knew I was going down this path. I think I was led to it, like like that quote that you said earlier uh, when we was offline, and I had forgotten about that quote about being called to something. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I, I, I really think that I was being called to this profession because I am absolutely where I'm supposed to be right now. Uh, I wouldn't, I couldn't see it anywhere else. And the way that I was led here, like I didn't really, it almost chose me. And, it, and mm. basketball, basketball led me to it. If you really want to be honest, like from what I was doing, I was I was uh, a manager of a paint store, and I was also I sold some insurance after that. Mm -hmm. But one one of the groups of guys that I pooped with was the firefighters and the police officers, and the, mm -hmm. and the firefighters was always in my ear like, man, you need to come over here with us. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good over here where I'm at. I'm, I'm chilling. I mean, it's interesting. I'm glad, I'm happy for y'all. Uh, you, you happy in your, pro your profession and career and everything, but I'm good where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. And things kind of opened up and they stayed on me. Things kind of opened up to where, man, that, that's looking like that's gonna be the move. And, and, and I tried and people take the test and try for multiple years to try mm -hmm. to get on and I did it like on the first crack. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that tooting no horn or patting my own back like I'm good at this or good at that. I'm just saying like I think that out of opportunity, it, it happened the way it was supposed to, when it was mm -hmm. supposed to, because it was supposed to. So I'm 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 thankful and blessed for the opportunity to rose and I, I, I took the uh I opened the door when it when it when it came and mm -hmm. it's it's the best move, best professional move that I've ever made. Yeah, definitely dope, man. I know you got to get out of here soon, get the little ones. 
real quick yeah. though. Um, two things before we get out of here. During the time, I think I'm not sure if it was a hurricane, tornado a few years ago, mm -hmm. back back home where you're at, or you get out and serve on, on your own. You get out and formulate people to get in water. Yeah. Is that something yeah. that just I mean I know I know why you did it, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know I don't know why you did it, but how much of a like, you know, you want to make sure people are taken care of outside of your work is important to you. Man, I don't I don't think that you should do my job or policing for that matter. I don't think you should do either one of those if you don't have a strong urge to help people. Like you can go get a check anywhere. You can sell oranges and make money. You can mow lawns. You can do whatever you want to do to make mm -hmm. money. It's, it's out there to go get it if you're a hustler. But if you choose this profession or any profession that's like it to where it's your job to help people and and you have to you have to put the people you helping put their safety over yours sometimes. So you have to be willing to you have to be willing to get hurt or worse to help somebody else. So a check is not going to get you there. So anytime a young and come up to me asking me about the firefighting profession, like we ain't talking about money. We ain't talking about mm -hmm. off days. We ain't talking about, I ain't talking about none of that with you until I get it out my mouth into your ears that you have to want to help somebody like above anything else, like into the point to where you would pull over and help somebody if they, mm -hmm. if they, if they, if they're in need on the side of the road for free, because that's what you want to do. It just so happens I'm getting to do that and I'm getting paid for it. So that 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 ties into my people were hurting. Mm -hmm. It was in March. It was this past March when the tornado hit. It was like two miles an hour from being an F5. Two mm -hmm. miles per hour from being an F5 tornado. City was hurting. How can I help? Boom. Like I can swing the I can swing the axe, chainsaws, but one other thing that I cause we got guys that's gonna do that. One thing that I've I've been blessed with, I've had the opportunity to do is network since I've mm -hmm. been in Arkansas. So I have a vast amount of people here in Arkansas and abroad mm -hmm. that that will be willing to step in and help me with their time, with their energy. Maybe they send a couple dollars, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I, I had the I had the the uh the skill set and the and the network to put some stuff together to help these people in a real tangible way. Mm -hmm. uh that might that that that's gonna that's gonna actually do some good so i was i was glad to be able to be a part of that man for real yeah that's dope man like i said and you'll be blessed because of that or you are being blessed because of that bro that's definitely dope keep it up all right as you know in every show i gotta go with the triple threat right and we know drew pass shooting basketball but yeah. for me you listening your old friends drain the homies that's gonna see this just give yeah. us people that may not know you too, because you're gonna get some new listeners on the West Coast for sure, man. You get some new yeah, listeners for on the sure. West Coast. What is your own personal triple threat though? Three things you personally, Ron Hampton, can put your stamp on how you walk by, how you maneuver by, what you live by. Give me your three things which equal your triple threat in life or whatever you want to give it to me. Dang. Uh I should have I should have prepared for this. No, nah, uh, I never did that one. Out. That one's always on the fly. Like that that moment right off here. The you feel me? Be genuine. Yeah, for yep. sure. For sure. Uh three things, man. Uh Love everybody, love everybody. I talk, I open this up and we're talking about the demographics and and uh, how I came from one demographic growing up and then college was something totally different and this world got a whole lot of it's got a whole lot of hatred uh, going around and and it, it don't it don't have to be like that. I I feel like you should be able to love love everybody, show everybody some respect, show everybody some compassion, and. Uh, that's how I that's how I 
that's how I live my life. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna show love until you tell me not to. Until you, uh, you ain't gotta show it back, but like I'm, I'm, I'm always gonna show that love uh, in that respect. Uh, the, the, the best thing, the best thing I've got going right now, like I, I love being a parent, like. Being a dad is like the coolest. It's the coolest thing in the, in the world, man. I'm 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 happy to I'm happy to be able to walk that path and and pour into the next generation. And it don't it ain't got to be your kids. If you got kids, that's great. Pour into them. Pour into they. Pour into their friends. But but you can pour into the next generation without it being any blood relation to you at all. Like you can get out there and you can help and you can pour into this next generation because that's gonna that's gonna shape how this next generation treats each other treats the world treats the generation after them as you always you can you can you can probably point to a non-family member right now that was the big homie or he was uncle or whatever mm -hmm. that he poured into you and he he made sure you were straight he asked how you doing you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. gave you some little words of wisdom and all of that and uh and, and we can we can be that for the next generation regardless if, if we uh can to them or not mm -hmm. uh, and the third one Ah man, just go hard, man. Whatever you choose to do, stay applying pressure. You yes, know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever you choose to do, do it with your full, do it with your full heart. If it's if it's looking good, if it's feeling good, if it's working out, if it's if it's performance at work, if it's being a friend, like everything mm -hmm. you do, like we 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 ain't here long enough to be half mm -hmm. gonna cuss, half assing anything. Yeah. Yeah. We, we we ain't here long enough to be half, half doing anything. So, if you love and love hard, if you hooping, get a bucket, hoop hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's no reason to there's no reason to hold back and and pull back on on anything you're doing. So, so yes, I, I think if if everybody if everybody kind of lives by those, that's what I try to live by. It's yes, it's working at at, the, at this point in time. Yes, sir. My G, you know, I appreciate you, my dog. Again, man, yes, sir. much love to you. Keep doing what you're Always. doing. Always. as possible. But again, you're very appreciated, man, and you're giving up yourself and your opportunity and away from your kids and family to help others go. It goes unnoticed. Give your flowers right now, too, my G, because like I said, appreciate that. not for everybody, for sure. Yeah. So I yeah, know yeah, that, yeah. too, man, for sure. I, I mean, you know, uh, it's almost that time, so you already know what it is, bro. So right. Oh, yeah. Safe, safe travels. That being soon, you heard it here first, man, with the fighter of fire himself, Ron Hampton, <laughs> a.k.a. J-Work, Coach JT. 94 people, Coach JT, we out. Peace. Love you, boy. You too, bro. I'll see you. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to 94 Feet with Coach JT. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. This is a production of 1217 Media.